You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Lawrence Coletti. I'm the producer and host for today's show, which is being recorded at Above the Law headquarters in New York. And I'm very pleased to welcome four guests to the show. I'm going to introduce them each in turn. We're going to start with Mr. Ellie Mistal. Hi, thanks for having me. And Mr. Joe Patrice. Hey, how are you? And Mr. David Latt. Hello. And then we have Miss Stacy Zaretsky. Hi, nice to be here. I pronounced your name right, right? You did, yeah. Excellent, excellent. So tomorrow's a big day for you guys. It is the, and I, uh, David was correcting me earlier before the show, the second annual Above the Law Conference. I think that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That is accurate. Mm-hmm. And what is it called? Converge. A lessons. <laughs> yeah, this this year it's called Converge. Uh, last year was Attorney at Blog, which had a slightly different focus. It was more focused on legal journalism and reaching out to legal bloggers to talk talk shop as legal bloggers ourselves with our compatriots. This year it's more of a broad broad focus dealing with all manner of legal topics. So, so my understanding is that there's four primary areas. We've got privacy, we've got reputation, communication strategies, and emerging technical trends. Yes. Sure. I, get, yeah. I got it right? Yep. Those are the, those are the topics that we're going to tackle tomorrow. Okay. So in addition to the keynote speaker, who is Justin Smith, CEO of Bloomberg, which is wonderful. Is you that guys, his official title now? I think so. I thought it was demigod or kind of... <laughs> <laughs> He'll be there. You guys have four panels, right, that, that uh, you're going to be talking about these issues in turn. And so I wanted to start with Stacey. You're up first. Yeah. So what is the name of your panel? Okay, my panel is Online Reputation, Privacy, and the Law. Um, my panelists are Kashmir Hill, Michael Gottlieb, Lisa Garber, and Mary Rose Papandria. We are going to be talking about basically privacy and everything because right now, considering all the technology that's in out in the world privacy has has a little bit to do with everything your email your uh health insurance everything that happens in your law firm how how you're keeping your clients confidentiality everything has to do a little bit with privacy so we're going to be talking about that and most importantly we're going to be talking about the google right to be forgotten case which is big in europe and people are trying to make it be big in the united states but it hasn't really caught on quite yet well, for the benefit of our listeners, tell us a little bit about that case. Sure. Um, the right to be forgotten in the Google case. People is stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ellie says it's stupid. Other people don't think it's so stupid because maybe they don't want that picture of them doing a keg stand at a fraternity party to be online anymore. Or um, one of the biggest things that I can recall about a right to be forgotten case is some billionaire didn't want news of his orgies to be searchable on Google anymore. So things like that, things that you don't want the world at large to know, they're on Google and they're always going to be on Google. So bringing it to the United States is going to be really, really difficult because in Europe, at least 58% of the requests that Google gets to take down these things, they get rejected. So you can only imagine how much more it would be in the United States. It's going to be really, really difficult to get this sort of a law legalized in the United States. So I think it's an interesting area of law to try to discover and make happen here. I don't know if it's going to happen here, but we can try. In the words of Michael Madsen from Reservoir Dogs, if they hadn't done what I told them not to do, they'd be alive. (laughs) And that's how I think we have to look at Google, right? Like if you don't want your terrible stuff on Google, you shouldn't 
have done the terrible thing, right? Right. And that's <laughs> Sp- spoken like somebody whose actual livelihood revolves around people doing stupid things on Google. <laughs> Or spoken like somebody who does stupid things and doesn't mind when it ends up on Google. <laughs> so, David, David, you've got panel two. Yes. So, uh, what, what is the title of your panel? Uh, it's called Pitching the Mainstream Media. And it's offering lawyers uh, and other legal professionals advice about how to deal with journalists in uh, a rapidly evolving media climate. Well, what does that mean, dealing with journalists? Well, uh, so the panel consists of Ashby Jones from the Wall Street Journal, uh, Casey Sullivan from Bloomberg, John Hellerman of the Hellerman Barrett's uh, PR firm, and we're going to talk about how to get attention for stories you want the media to cover and also how to deal with cases when you don't want the media to be covering you. Uh, so that's uh, essentially what we'll be covering. We'll be looking specifically at the uh, art of pitching. How do you uh, select a story that you want to uh, peddle to the media for possible coverage, whether in a newspaper, a magazine, a broadcast outlet, a digital outlet? Uh, and so uh, we'll be talking about strategies, uh, best practices, uh, pet peeves of journalists, things that they hate pe- when people do. Uh, and uh, we'll just also be talking generally about uh, what's going on in uh, media today. Well, fantastic. Joe, panel three. Yeah, panel three is emerging technical trends, which is because they rejected my idea of technology. What up with that? Uh, this is going to be a much bigger, uh, broader category of discussion than anything we've had so far. Uh Last year, I did a technical panel where we were more focused. This year, because of the broader reach, we kind of decided to make a broader panel. So I'm going to have on Tasha Cooper, Ryan Lytle, Dan Lear, and Michael Schmidt. And we're going to talk about a bunch of largely disconnected technological issues in the law. Tasha deals a lot with reputation management, dealing with the situation where somebody, probably your client in the case that we're talking about, has done something awful. And before you go get go about your business of getting them off in the eyes of the court, she's going to talk about things that you can do to reach out to clean up that reputation in the eyes of the internet. Ryan is at Mashable, so he's going to talk more about just general virality, how to get yourself out there, how to promote yourself from a non-legal perspective, since he's coming from the internet proper, as I like to call it. Uh, Dan Lears from Avo, he's going to talk, kind of dovetail into that and talk about legal advertising and how to promote yourself on the internet. Meanwhile, Michael Schmidt's actually a big law partner who uses social media in his day-to-day life, and so he's going to talk about the ways in which kind of the rubber meets the road for partners dealing with uh, technology and building their practice. By he uses it, you mean like he personally uses it or he yes. tells his secretary to use it for him? <laughs> well, actually, that's that's one of the topics we're going to talk about is he, he does it and to what extent is it good for him to do it? Does he have to worry about the firm's uh, feelings about what he's going to do, et cetera, et cetera? All right. And Ellie? Um, bringing up the rear, as I like to do from time to time. Uh, my panel is called The Future of Law um, because I really care about the future of law. Really, in my heart, that's what gets me going. I've got, sorry, I've got, um, I will be joined by uh, Dr. Sylvia Hodges Silverstein, Jessica Hunt, Rakesh Mahadaba, which I think I've mispronounced horribly, <laughs> um, and Adam Nguyen. Um, we're going to be talking mainly about robots, right? Like, we're, we're, we live in a world where te- emerging technolo- technologies are emerging to 
to make lawyers obsolete. And so I kind of come to it from the perspective of, you know, obviously a lot of my coverage focuses on law school. I come for, to it from the perspective of looking at what kind of job market future recent grad, future law graduates are going to be facing. Um, and as I look at these technologies, I see a lot of uh, a, lot, a lot of fewer opportunities for those future law graduates. Um, the panelists, for the most part, are people who work with the emerging technologies, and they're going to, I believe, try to talk me off the ledge and tell me how, no, 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 this is good. Trust Skynet. And so we'll see about that. Great, great. So now this, uh, this event is taking place at a very formal venue. Uh, who wants to describe what that's going to be like and where? It's going to be hilarious to watch Ellie try and uh, uh, adhere to everything. <clears throat> On good days, I like to take my shirt off. I don't even know... A full day with a formal... I mean, this this place wants you to wear a tie at, in the lobby at all times. But like this, it was very smart of my company to tell me about this before I was randomly at the place and some, like, Ponce bellhop tried to yell at me about my tie, about my Windsor knot. Like, that would have gone worse. So at least I know, at least I can see it coming this time. I, I definitely flagged this issue for my panelists because journalists typically, yeah, you might wear a sport coat or something, but not a tie. And the university club requires, uh, what, jacket and tie at all times or a suit and tie. So uh, we have to get all a little dressed up, but that's fine because we have, we have nice clothes left over from our careers as lawyers. <laughs> I think the biggest challenge is going to be for your journalists is not the uh, not to be able to use their cell phones while they're uh, <laughs> hanging out. So apparently one of the rules I was reading is you have to be in a phone booth like the good old days before you had cell phones to make any and all calls. You cannot even display your phone. So it's going to be kind of interesting. Do we know if they have any rules about Afropix? I've got this great steel-chipped I mean, Afro pick with a, with a black power hand rising up from the back that I wore at last year's conference. Um, I absolutely am going to try to wear that again this year. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they have black members, maybe. <laughs> um, so that should work out great. But do they have Afro pick members? That's the... my guess is no. <laughs> I know lots of black people. I don't know a lot of black people walking around with Afro picks in their hair. That might be a fashion faux pas at this place. Can yeah. I get arrested for this? Oh, no. I have no idea. I would it, doubt it that. It might be a crime of fashion, but I don't think it's arrest worthy. <laughs> Letters from a university place waiting room. <laughs> you may as well, you may want to give me the notes for your panel just in case. <laughs> so now obviously you guys have put in quite a bit of time, you know, researching and putting this, uh, picking your guests, calling them, setting up this event. And it's not just you, it, there's other staff involved. Uh, who else is involved in this pursuit to put on Converge this year? Who well, isn't involved? Yeah, we're pretty much all in. Breaking Media is a, is a pretty small company, and we kind of have all, all hands on deck on this. Um, we've got our events person working very hard. Both of our salespeople are working very hard. Um, Brian Dalton, who's our director of research, a lot of readers know him because he writes uh, columns about like the rankings and that kind of stuff. He's been all over this, um, really has been a great resource. So pretty much if you work for, for the company, you've had a big part in Converge this year. Great. So how many hours are you guys putting into this? I mean, four panels? You know, different guests, different different topics. Like, how, how many hours in addition to your regular duties here have you been put in? Hmm, hard to hard to say. It varies. Uh, I certainly prepared an outline, did a conference call with the speakers. On the other hand, uh, you don't want to be over prepared for something. Uh, we want to keep the conversation pretty informal and free flowing and not scripted. Uh, so uh, I would say. How much preparation have we put in? A good amount. Uh, enough, uh, hopefully. <laughs> you know, in law schools, they give you an eight-hour take-home exam. And one of the things I learned in law school is that you can learn a lot in eight hours. 
So you figure I've got to be up at 7.45. My panel doesn't go off until 2.45. i got a lot of time still to <laughs> prepare. Well, we're looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a wonderful event, and I think you guys are going to do a wonderful job. Thank so you. Thank you. We hope so. Good vote of confidence. So, well, thank you for joining us. I know our listeners are going to get a lot out of this. And uh, so would you like to leave them with anything before we uh, sign off the air here? Uh, well, we have a conference hashtag, uh, which is ATL Converge, right? Or is it Converge ATL? I think it's ATL Converge. <laughs> it's ATL Converge. Uh, yes. And we're still going to be publishing tomorrow. So everyone should still be reading above the yes. law, even while Converge is going on. Wait a minute. You guys are going to publish tomorrow during during the conference. Uh, there's Wi-Fi. We're overachievers. <laughs> Yeah, um, only one person has to be on stage at a time. So, <laughs> Well, just so you guys are aware, because I was reading the rules at the university club, there's only special designated laptop areas. Oh. So you may have to do your work in the library. I just, I'm going to get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to flout some of these rules, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully they don't have police sort of circling. All right. Well, listen, this has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Lawrence Coletti. Until next time, thank you for listening. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. 